Hello, 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 everybody. How are you doing? My name is Tall Man Tarot, and this is... Well, my paper says BDE Queen Magic, but we're not going <laughs> to talk about that. Right. So we'll just go with uh, Danny. That's it for today. Yeah. I'll and, ensure uh, that further next time. I'd like to welcome you guys to the show. Um, we are just getting this thing started and uh, really... Uh, Deciding on what to do for you guys. I mean, there's so many uh, topics for us to talk about. So many, so many, so many wonderful things that we can discuss here. But um, first and foremost, we like to, I guess, talk about what we do. What do you do? BDE. Queen. No, no. I okay, said I'm sorry. Danny. Danny. <laughs> um, so that's a very loaded question. But I am learning to adopt titles because I recognize now that it's necessary in any industry. So I would say I do channeling and mediumship. And I typically utilize the vehicle of tarot, similarly to you. That's right. And um, I do that as well. I do tarot readings for lots of people. I, I have a YouTube channel as well. Um, I just really love the aspect of uh, self-improvement uh, through tarot and, you know, getting, helping people get their lives together, shall we say, and stuff like that. And so we've come together to create a little show to talk about our uh, views and ideas on things that we would like to discuss. And uh, thank you for showing up and listening and, and hanging out with us for a little bit. But um, yeah, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, Quentin here, tall man, likes a lot of structure. So my notes say that I'm going to talk <laughs> about Ophiuchus. Um, Yes, you guys, if you look that up, the spelling does not give any indicator that it should be pronounced like that. I also it's am like super... Ophiuchus. Yeah, I'm super disappointed because not only do I hate the whole concept, but Ophiuchus is so weak compared to what Ophiuchus sounds like. Um, and then we got some crystals and card talk at the end here. Cool. All right. Yeah. Drop your notes. Yo, it's Mr. not Organized. just a, look, 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 Get look, it. look, first and foremost, I feel like this is something that should be discussed because everyone kind of shuns this sign <sighs> well, for I'm some reason. Shun it all right. So, um, uh, some years back here, it seems this, this sign was reintroduced, shall we say back into the, the Zodiac. <sighs> And, um, you know, everyone got a chance to really um, hear about this sign, Ophiuchus. I guess that's how they, they pronounce it. But um, it's in between the dates of November 30th and December 17th. And it's a water-dominated sign. Sandwiched by Scorpio and Sag. I am not about it because here's why. While I love the number 13 and in my mind as a larger picture, I do feel like that rounds out the Zodiac wheel better. When I boil it down to the math game per the astronomers who are not astrologers, right? right? It boils down to that this whole shift makes me a Taurus and that is <laughs> not valid. Well, you are pretty stubborn sometimes. I know you're going to say that. Whatever, you know. Uh, right down to digging my heels in about this sign. <laughs> but it was removed from the calendar. So, Good. you know, to, to make it easier, to make it an easier divided calendar, I mm -hmm. guess. Stupid. Uh, you know, so they, they took out the 13th and made it 12 and, you know, 
I, you know, I, you know, did a lot of research on this thing and uh, I, I really don't know what to think about it. And it feels as if they haven't accepted it. Like the world has not widely accepted this sign and it added it sense. into. Yeah. So, you know, so I don't know what to think about it. So, well, they're supposedly open minded and adventurous and all of this nonsense. But here's the thing. I love you guys as Scorpios and Sagas. I have a little Scorpio at home of my own. I'm also not a big fan of just boiling it down to a sun sign. I like the whole chart, but especially, you know, the main three. That's a conversation for another day. However, those are ridiculous traits to discuss as sandwiched between Scorpios and Sagas because Scorpios are intensely brooding and Sagas are loving train wrecks. And to act like there's some sort of weird peacemaker that carries neither of those qualities in the middle of both is absurd, I think. Yeah, when you take a look at the traits of this sign, it's almost, I feel like every sign carries you know, kind of both sides of this, this signs like dominating traits or whatnot. So it's like, you know, when you look at uh, loves and embrace loves and embraces change. I mean, it, it kind of sounds like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just just taking a look at this, it, it leaves me confused. Um, it's very contradictory to a lot of the traits for this sign, you know, Hate routine, you know, uh, instinctive, intuitive, charismatic, creative, and highly imaginative. Now, there are, there are a few things here that really caught my attention about this sign as well. Hmm. What are they? Like on the negative side here, it's saying that they're very emotional but never shares their emotions, making them secretive. I mean, that sounds like a Scorpio. Right. Which it should be, yeah, right? Because I mean, you're supposed to be a Scorpio if you're right. trying to claim a fucus. Right. Um, they also are said to avoid relationships with Tauruses and Virgos, which seems stupid because there's a lot of commonalities. And while opposites attract, having some level of understanding with your partner, I think you know, is valid. I mean, I'm a Virgo myself, right? Oh, we know. And I have <laughs> and I have never ever even imagined having a relationship with a Virgo for some reason. I don't know why. I'm very cool with a lot of Virgos. We have a lot of things in common, but I never ever ever even imagined having a relationship with a Virgo. How like, you I avoid, could. I, I think you that. would die. Because you guys are so adhering to your own structures and frameworks, and you can appreciate another Virgo's as organized and structured as you are, but how the hell are you going to have a Virgo say, no, you need to do it like this, when your whole mentality is, no, you need to do it like that? It would not work. But if you're both, I think that, you know, I think that if you both can come together and have those same structures, that it'll be amazing. But Virgo's but don't even do that. They don't even like coming together. See? That's it, you know, that's why it doesn't happen. No, really, but that's, it doesn't happen for me that way because, you know, think about it, you're like, ah, maybe, and then that's it. You're like, no, it doesn't happen. So yeah. I just I just leave Plus, it. Plus, I mean, why are you even claiming Virgo? Because in the name of a fucus, you ain't a Virgo no right, more. Right, right. Because what mean, are you yeah. now? I don't know. What, well, we're gonna, I'm going to look it up in like, live in real time. Would it be right Leo? Here. I don't know. Oh, Lord. I mean, that makes sense for you as well, let yeah. me tell you. 
And I'm a big hater on Leos, but I can say that with love because my chart, while not in my major three, is riddled with Leos. Imagine how humbling that moment was when I got my full natal chart. And it was like, Leo, 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 Leo. After all the smack I talked, my best friend is a Leo, and so is my son. Yeah, another trait that's kind of negative as well is... um, only keeps what's useful or, or can be used by them, like especially like people. So if they can't use you for something, then they kind of discard. They just use and discard people. Like that's a, a really big thing with this this Ew. sign as well. So they they don't like commitment at all. Hmm. They don't like commitment. They only use you for what they can use you for, and then they, they discard Dis- you. I mean, I know some people like that, but I don't know if they're Ophiuchus or not. But I just thought that was a lack of being evolved. Yeah. I, don't, I wonder if this is like a, you know, um, uh, <clears throat> like a higher evolved Ophiuchus and a lower, you know, when we're talking about oh. positive and negative, you know, when it comes down to it. Sorry, guys. I mean, there's always the evolved sign and the unevolved sign, right? And we always have to take that in consideration. But I just feel like this sign's positive traits are playoffs of the signs surrounding it or are so opposite that I can't see how they fit. And then the negative traits are super negative. So I guess if you're a few kids, bad on you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, wait. What's your birthday? September 3rd. September 3rd. Yeah, you're a Leo now. I will be Leo. Yeah. Dang. And I don't really have a problem. I mean, I'm I already have like some Leo placements. I would believe. Hold on, I'm I'm like a cusper. I'm in the first week yeah, of September. I'm so technically I'm a, a cusp too, but yeah. that's a whole other controversy. <laughs> right. I'm a big believer and proponent of of cusp energy. I don't think you can claim a cusp. I don't walk around saying, "Oh, I'm a cusp. I'm the cusp of magic," which, by the way, is my cusp. <laughs> um, but I definitely say that I'm a Gemini that carries a lot of Cancer energy in how I present myself in the world from my own perspective. I mean, on the positive side, this sign is is seems amazing, instinctive, intuitive, charismatic. It's just highly intelligent, driven to succeed. Loves the spotlight because they love to be on the top. They love to be the top dog. Like they really thrive on being the, the Y'all top. can't see it, but I'm grimacing while he's describing. <laughs> Extremely happy, easily adapts, truthful and honest. They don't like wasting time. They're very clever and intellectual. This sounds like an awesome person. They tend to be separated from their families when young. Here's a fun fact. I'm just reading this. Hmm. Um, sorry for all you orphan Annie Ophiuchuses out there. We're your family now. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want you. <laughs> and we're only speaking this way because this is something new that's being introduced. Like, I, I really don't know much about this at all. So I had to go and take that journey, go down the rabbit hole and, and see what I can see. It's also the, what is the, it's supposed to be called the, what is it? The, the snake bearer? Yeah. So is, the constellation is, um, in mythology, um, is a warrior holding a serpent. Um, which I kind of feel like is a indicator of a couple things on its own. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a snake tattoo, guys. I'm I'm just such a hater today, clearly. But um, you know, at their worst, I also see here it says jealous, restless, very jealous, very, very restless. Jealous. Like they can't sit still. Like that's why they can't have a relationship, like a long term relationship, is because when things become mundane, at the very sight of it becoming huh. mundane, they take off. Like they're done. They, they, they're in the relationship. Huh. 
So yeah, they need constant excitement all the time. And it says here they often got a lot of daddy issues. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. I, I mean, don't but know. don't we all? No, I'm just, ah, love you, dad. But, um, just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, it, I mean, of course, what is it? They, they, were, they were saying that uh, the snake represents, you know, in, in spirituality, or it does represent high level of spirituality yeah I, I mean it's supposed to you know the ability to re be reborn and uh, renewal um the ouroboros is what i have in my tattoo which is also commonly depicted as the dragon but it's the snake or the dragon eating itself from the tail right and you think of like shedding their skin and isn't that a freeing feeling out in the world when we have to wear all these skins and we can just discard them right and so this sign supposedly is supposed to be um when it comes down to like mythology or the storyline behind this, it has a lot to do with, um, forgive me for not knowing exactly every single piece of this, but as someone who was in tune with their shadow and their light side. So there was a very balanced, very balanced, um, like energy, individual yeah. yeah it's a very balanced energy and so it was helping people like you know how the the medical what is that the yeah yeah the, the, the snake for the medical sure. symbol or whatever goes around the staff and yeah. it has a lot to do with medical like my this, mom used this, to wear one this person this energy helps people to not have to go like ascend faster because they're in tune with both sides and it's just I mean, a lot of history behind this and it, it i don't know if yeah, I don't know what to what to think about this kind of. The reality is, I'm just never gonna buy in. Um, it's a no for me. You're not enough fucus. Do you hear me? You're not. This is. <laughs> but you know, we just you know, this is like a, a a big topic, and you know, it's something I've always wondered about, and you know, I figured that we would uh, you completely just despise. This. Well, here's the thing. You know, I want everybody to be clear here. I know you're sensing my uh, um, rage through the speakers. Um, what really happened is when we came together and decided to make the magic that is this podcast and shall be evolving, right? Um, Quentin was in a mood and decided that he wanted to really irritate me. And so he picked this as our first episode to accomplish that. And so here I am and in all my irritated glory, um, cursing the good name Ophiuchus because it's a terrible name <laughs> and I'm not sorry about it. And it's I figure good. we just, you know, get it right out of the way and get it right on the table. And, you know, we'd like to find out what you guys think about it as well. So, yeah. you know. I mean, can you comment on things? I don't really know how the platform Spotify works as far as being a, a podcasting, you know, situation. But we're going to find out. So if you can comment, then do. And if you can't, then, um, you know, send an angry email when you find our emails through the ethers. Especially if you know someone. Who's under this sign, kids? like I said, November 30th to December 17th, if you know someone and they carry these traits or yeah. you are this someone that we're talking about and you can relate to this and you can tell us confirm a little bit or more deny. About it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Hit us up. Let us know what's going on. If you're in a few kiss and you want to get in on this, send a little voice clip for us <laughs> to tag on to next time. Oh, yeah. We oh, will yeah. judge you. What is the crystal for this month? That's oh, what I was wondering. Jesus, age Christ. What is the crystal? Lord, I love you. Um, okay, so I, when I was being super adhering to my Virgo friend's need for structure, shots fired. You read mm -hmm. it right. Mm -hmm. um, I chose strawberry calcite. 
I tried to unchoose it today, not for any particular reason. It's a wonderful stone. I'm just in a mood and that ain't it. But strawberry calcite is, um, it's a beautiful stone. Um, I think it doesn't get a lot of play because people often shy away from the pinks. And when they are looking for a pink, uh, rose quartz and rhodonite get all the play. Um, we learned the word mirth in our journey to dive into rose or i'm sorry not rose quartz strawberry calcite and mirth means like to amuse yourself and elicit laughter so that's really what rose oh my god i can't get a grip i just cannot <laughs> well, it looks see it should have been rose quartz <laughs> no it doesn't it's a deeper pink i'm not a big fan of pinks myself but i do like strawberry calcite better um it is meant to bring joy it's meant to inspire positive moods and it's meant to bring a little bit of fantasy in a whimsical way to like general routine. So if you got like general blues, I guess for suffering the blues, you better get yourself a little pink in the form of some strawberry calcite because it's uh, not a super intense crystal, but it just, you know, will buffer the edges of your roughness on those days that's what i think movement. yeah i do i got hand movements here for you guys someday we'll get our videos up and running it's far more amusing i'm sure and that's what's really cool because it seems like the strawberry calcite goes with the card that oh. i randomly picked for uh, the month which is the four of wands and um you know i'm an intuitive tarot card reader so um I tend to see things a bit different from uh, mm -hmm. other readers or whatnot. So when I look at the four of wands, I see like, you know, this is a this is a card that, that shows like a, it could be, you know, and most, I guess, modern tarot decks. It's like a couple that's like in a yard and it looks like a very happy kind of scene. You know? I actually prefer this card over the lover's card personally. Yeah, I feel it's like it's a more. It carries grounded. a feeling yeah. of having like a. It's, it's like a victorious card, yeah. in a, but a victorious card, like relationship wise, maybe home front wise. So it's yeah. like a, a happy home front kind of energy here. You know, everything is bright and it's and it's very nice. And it just looks like um, like an established couple that just got their first house like it's kind yeah, of like it's like kind of but feeling. also kind of when you're finally farting in front of each other <laughs> versus the lovers where it's like ooh, all doughy eyes and stuff that's right. just my perspective yeah like, the lovers is like right. first meeting i this want you is to like, love my farts right yeah, exactly like, yeah yeah you come in the bathroom while i take a dump <laughs> sure. and you can brush your teeth talk to me babe cool. right yeah. exactly so yeah that's kind of the energy that that uh the the four of wands kind of kind of carries for me. And you know, what happens when it's a reverse, Quentin? When it's in reverse, that means reverse. the unhappy of whatever we just, you know, talked about Your foundation about is shook. It's also very situational as well. Like I said, being an intuitive reader, yeah. like, if, you know, the rest of the reading and then I see the, the four of wands and then I can maybe discuss a little bit more in reverse. But for right now, it's basically the opposite of what we just said. Like, unhappy home. Like, I can't, I don't want to be around you. And, you yeah. know, leave me alone in the bathroom. I need that time to myself. You're annoying the shit out of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. That never happens, right? <laughs> I mean, so to be clear and to kind of circle all the way back to our intro and explanation portion when we first got started, neither of us are, I mean, we're... 
we like ourselves, but I feel we don't have super big egos. So the introduction is always a little bit more challenging. But this Four of Wands conversation gives me a good jump off point. As intuitive readers, there are definitely tarot readers out there that read um, by the book and are learned and educated in exactly what the deck as the maker of the deck um, wants for the meaning. And I'm going to speak for Quentin. He can correct me. Neither of us really read like that. We definitely learn the deck, but we look at the person. We take on the energy energy of the moment we're pulling down from spirit and then we are looking at the context that we are flipping cards in from other cards and the person in front of us and then we're melding meaning with the meaning for the individual that we're reading so tarot is just a map it's not a um, key for me personally it's just a tool you know um it's a tool and i tend to you know like we don't when you get the book for the tarot deck that you get i just throw that book right to the side and just get right to it you know i actually teach spirit how to speak to me through the cards so it's it's you know so for those that do read you know we don't knock the people that that read the book you know but again that's someone else's um perspective on what things mean but I do think it helps for the people that are trying to get themselves started, um, whether they're trying to get themselves started to read others or to read themselves. Um, you know, there's a lot of, I don't want to say the word gatekeeping. I feel like in our in our facet, that's a often spoken word. But like it allows, we're trying, we're here to tell you to try to show you that like you can, your cards are your cards. And what those mean to you will be an ever evolving relationship and message from every reading. So you don't have to memorize the freaking book. You have to follow what you're relating to yourself and what the divine or spirit or however you identify with that source energy is trying to convey to you. And I just use cards because frankly, when I'm reading a client, staring them dead in their face and telling them about themselves through their great aunt who's long past or my guides or whatever can get a little bit heated. So I feel like the tangible um, visual aid of tarot really helps ease up the conversation and give me um you know, some buffer for myself. Well said. Yes, yes, yes. And with that being said, I guess we'll see you guys next time. And uh, we definitely will. You guys have a good one and we will see you next time. All right. Tune in next week. Thank you.